Have you ever wondered how you can find long-lasting joy? What is the path for a deeply satisfying life? Hello, and welcome to Learning Every Day, the podcast where we explore the wisdom that can make your life richer and more fulfilling. Today, we're diving into a special book that brings together the Buddhist Dalai Lama and Christian Archbishop Desmond Tutu, The Book of Joy. These two incredible minds discuss the secrets to finding joy, even when life throws its toughest challenges at you. So, if you're searching for more than just fleeting happiness, you're in the right place. Let's get ready to explore the wisdom that can lead you to lasting joy. Perspective and Resilience How do you react when life throws curveballs your way? Do you see challenges as setbacks? or as opportunities for growth. Perspective and resilience are two sides of the same coin that can help you navigate life's ups and downs. In the book, the authors talk about the idea that suffering is a part of life, but misery is optional. They suggest that by changing our perspective, we can alter our experience. For example, instead of seeing a difficult situation as a problem, view it as a challenge to overcome. This shift in perspective can make all the difference. It's not about denying the hardship. It's about choosing a viewpoint that empowers you to take action. Resilience complements this by being the quality that helps you bounce back from adversity. The Dalai Lama mentions that setbacks are natural, but they don't define you. What defines you is how you respond. Do you give up or do you learn and move forward? Resilience is like a muscle. The more you exercise it, the stronger it gets. So, what can you do today to build your resilience and shift your perspective? Start by acknowledging the situation you're in. Then, ask yourself what you can learn from it. Finally, take one small step toward making a positive change. Remember, the journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. By adopting a resilient mindset and a positive perspective, you're already on the path to lasting joy. Humility and Acceptance What role does humility play in your life? Have you ever found peace by simply accepting things as they are? Humility and acceptance are two vital elements that can help you find inner tranquility and happiness. What is the importance of humility? Archbishop Tutu says that recognizing we are part of a bigger picture helps us see our problems in a new light. Imagine you're stuck in traffic and getting frustrated. Now, think about the vastness of the universe or the complexity of human history. Suddenly, that traffic jam seems not so big, doesn't it? Humility allows us to zoom out and see that our troubles are just a small part of a much larger story. Acceptance, on the other hand, is about embracing reality. The Dalai Lama talks about how fighting against what we can't change only leads to suffering. For instance, if it's raining and you want to go for a walk, getting angry won't stop the rain. Accepting it and adapting your plans will bring you peace. Maybe you can read a book or watch a movie instead. Acceptance is not about giving up. It's about making peace with what is, so you can focus on what can be changed. So, how can you practice humility and acceptance in your daily life? 
Start by acknowledging that you're not the center of the universe. This realization can be liberating. Next, identify something you've been resisting and ask yourself what would happen if you just accepted it. You might find that acceptance frees you to focus on actions that actually improve your situation. By embracing humility and acceptance, you're not only making your life easier, but also paving the way for genuine happiness. These aren't just passive states of being, they're active choices that can dramatically improve your quality of life. Before moving on, if you're enjoying our content and finding value in it, consider supporting us on Patreon. Your support helps us bring more insightful episodes your way. Humor and Relationships How often do you find yourself laughing out loud? Do you feel the joy that comes from sharing a good laugh with someone? Humor and relationships are essential ingredients for a fulfilling life, and they often go hand in hand. In the book, both the authors share many moments of laughter. They show us that humor is a universal language that can break down barriers and lighten the mood, even in serious discussions. The Dalai Lama says that laughter is not just for fun, it's a way to connect with others and even cope with difficult situations. Imagine you've had a tough day at work. Instead of dwelling on it, you decide to watch a comedy or share jokes with a friend. Suddenly, the weight of the day lifts, even if just a little. Relationships, too, are vital for our well-being. Archbishop Tutu talks about how we are social creatures designed to thrive in community. He mentions that quality relationships are more important than the quantity. It's not about how many friends you have on social media. It's about the depth of the connections you make. A single meaningful conversation with a friend can be more fulfilling than a hundred casual chats. So, what steps can you take to enrich your life with humor and meaningful relationships? First, make time for laughter. Whether it's watching a funny video or sharing a joke with a colleague, allow yourself those light moments. Second, invest in your relationships. Reach out to a friend you haven't spoken to in a while or spend quality time with family members. By incorporating humor and nurturing relationships, you're not just adding joy to your own life, but also spreading it to others. These are not mere distractions from life's challenges. They are essential components that make life worth living. Forgiveness and Compassion Have you ever held on to resentment and felt it weighing you down? What changes when you release that weight and choose to be compassionate instead? Forgiveness and compassion are transformative powers that can elevate your well-being. When you forgive someone, you're not doing it for them, you're doing it for yourself. Holding on to anger is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. For example, if someone had a wrong behavior with you in the past, holding that resentment won't change what happened. But forgiving them can change your future. It frees up emotional space for more positive feelings to enter. Compassion is the other side of this coin. It is not just an emotion, but an action. It's about recognizing the suffering of others and taking steps to alleviate it. Imagine you see someone struggling to carry a heavy load. You could walk by, 
or you could offer to help. That simple act of compassion enriches both your life and theirs. So, how can you incorporate forgiveness and compassion into your daily routine? Start by identifying a resentment you've been holding on to. Ask yourself what it would feel like to let it go. Then take the brave step of forgiving, even if only in your heart for now. Next, practice compassion. It doesn't have to be grand. Even small acts like holding the door for someone or listening attentively to a friend can make a difference. By embracing forgiveness and compassion, you're not just improving your emotional health, you're also making a positive impact on the world around you. These aren't passive states. They're active choices that require courage and intentionality. And the reward is a life filled with a deeper sense of joy and connection. Gratitude and Generosity Do you find yourself focusing on what you lack rather than what you have? Have you experienced the joy that comes from giving without expecting anything in return? Gratitude and generosity are two powerful tools that can significantly enhance your happiness. In the book, both spiritual leaders talk about the importance of gratitude. The Dalai Lama points out that focusing on what you have instead of what you lack changes your mindset. For example, if you're upset about not having a new car, think about the joy of not caring about parking or someone stealing it. This shift from a mindset of scarcity to one of abundance can be life-changing. Generosity goes hand-in-hand hand with gratitude. Giving can be a source of happiness. When you give, you receive so much more in return. It doesn't have to be material. It can be your time, your attention, or your love. Think about a time you helped someone without expecting anything back. How did that make you feel? Chances are, it made both of you happier and willing to be more generous, generating a circle of generosity that will eventually come back to you. So, how can you practice gratitude and generosity in your life? Start by making a list of things you're thankful for. It can be as simple as having food on your table or as profound as having someone who loves you. Then, think of a way to give back. Maybe you can volunteer at a local charity or simply spend time with someone who's lonely. By practicing gratitude and generosity, you're not just making yourself happier, you're also contributing to the well-being of others. These aren't just feel-good concepts, they're actionable steps that can bring about real change in your life. And the beauty of it is, the more you give, the more you have to be grateful for. Mindfulness how often do you find your mind wandering, thinking about the past, or worrying about the future? Have you ever tried to be fully present, experiencing each moment as it comes? Mindfulness is the practice that can help you live more deeply and make better decisions. In the Book of Joy, the Dalai Lama talks about the power of being present. He says that much of our stress and anxiety come from either regretting the past or fearing the future. Mindfulness brings you back to the here and now. For example, if you're eating a meal, try to savor each bite, feel its texture, and appreciate its flavors. This simple act can turn a routine activity into a joyful experience. 
Being mindful also helps you make better choices. When you're fully present, you're more aware of your thoughts and feelings, which allows you to respond rather than react to situations. Imagine you're in a heated argument. Instead of becoming aggressive, you take a deep breath, become aware of your emotions, and choose a more thoughtful response. This can diffuse tension and lead to a more constructive outcome. So, how can you practice mindfulness in your daily life? Start by dedicating a few minutes each day to focus on your breath. Feel it go in and out, and if your mind starts to wander, gently bring it back to the breath. You can also practice mindfulness while doing everyday activities like washing dishes or walking, or a few minutes before sleep. Pay full attention to what you're doing, and you'll find that even mundane tasks can become sources of joy. By incorporating mindfulness into your routine, you're not just improving your mental health, you're also enhancing your overall quality of life. This is a practical skill that can help you navigate the complexities of modern living. And the best part is, the more you practice, the easier it becomes to find joy in the simplest things. Joy What does true joy mean to you? Is it a fleeting moment of happiness, or is it something deeper, more enduring? Joy is the ultimate goal, a state of being that comes from within and is not dependent on external circumstances. In the book, both the authors make it clear that joy is different from happiness. Happiness often relies on external factors like getting a promotion or buying a new gadget. Joy, however, is internal. It's a state of mind that you can maintain regardless of what's happening around you. For example, you might be going through a tough time, but you can still find joy in the love of your family or the beauty of a sunset. Joy is a byproduct of living a meaningful life. It comes from having a sense of purpose, from contributing to the well-being of others, and from cultivating positive qualities like those we've discussed today. It also comes from embracing our shared humanity. It's about recognizing that we're all in this together and that our individual well-being is connected to the well-being of others. So, how can you cultivate this deeper, more lasting form of joy? Start by identifying what truly matters to you. What are your values, your passions, your goals? Then, take steps to align your life with these elements. It could be as simple as spending more time with loved ones or as ambitious as changing careers to do something more meaningful. By focusing on what truly matters and aligning your actions accordingly, you're setting yourself up for a life of genuine joy. This isn't a temporary state. It's a long-term commitment to living your best life. And the beauty of it is that the journey itself becomes a source of joy. You don't have to wait for some future moment to be joyful. You can choose joy here and now. In today's episode, we've explored the profound wisdom shared by the Dalai Lama and Archbishop Desmond Tutu on how to cultivate lasting joy. From shifting your perspective to practicing mindfulness, each key point offers actionable steps to enrich your life, practical tools for everyday living. If you found value in this discussion, I highly recommend diving deeper by reading the book itself. You'll find an affiliate link in the description below. Trust me, 
It's a read that could transform how you approach life's challenges and opportunities. Thank you for joining us on Learning Every Day. Your journey to a more joyful life is just a book away. Until next time, keep learning and keep growing with joy.